0: So let me ask you something. How well do you know God? Not an easy question, because we can't see Him, touch Him, feel Him the way we can with physical people around us. But let me ask you again. How well do you really know God? What do you believe about Him and what He wants to do in your life? Really? Really? Bernie Diamond, great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take a look at God himself from a different perspective. I'll put something out there and see what you think. I believe that many people who in their heart of hearts believe in Jesus have a distorted view of God. A completely distorted view of God. A bit radical, I know, but hear me out. Either we think that God is some sugar daddy who's meant to come along and give us whatever our spoiled little hearts desire, or we believe that God might be a God who blesses other people but me. I mean, look at my life. No, God's not in the business of blessing me. No way. Now, you see a lot of that sugar daddy model of God out there. I was at a church service once, and a well-known TV preacher from America was visiting. The preacher at the end of the service told everyone to get out their purses or their wallets. Now, I was just a new Christian at the time, so I did it, although I was feeling a bit uncomfortable. Then he told us to lift our purse or our wallet above our heads and close our eyes. Well, at this point I'm going, no, no way. What's going on here? But everyone else in the auditorium did just that, about 1,500 people. Then the guy at the front prays that each one of us would become a millionaire. Now, these days, if you own even an apartment or a house around where I live, you're pretty much a millionaire. But back then, that was an enormous amount of money. And people are shouting, Amen and Hallelujah! And I'm standing there, just just a new Christian, mind you, not, not really sure, but with this sense of outrage welling up inside me. I, I wanted to shout out, no! Jesus died even without the clothes on his back. Are you people for real? And now, a couple of decades on, that's still the sort of stuff you see peddled again and again in the name of God. I asked one of my lecturers at Bible college about this a few weeks later, and he smiled and said maybe it would have been more biblical to pray for the person next to you to become a millionaire. He was joking. It's sad, and please, if you see that sort of stuff being peddled in your church, reject it. God is not a sugar daddy who showers us with all sorts of gifts that we desire. But then again, there are people who believe that God is never going to bless them. I had an email from a young man in the UK recently, and he was asking me why it is that nothing good ever seemed to happen in his life. I mean, I dream, he said, I plan, I work hard, but I never achieve my goals. Doesn't God want me to be happy? Why is this happening to me? Can I tell you, there are plenty of people in that boat too. And whether you're torn to one extreme or the other, can I tell you, a lot of people really don't know the Father heart of God. They're being led astray. And they need to find healing, deep healing inside, which only comes when we know the true nature of God. I've said many times over the course of this series, there is no better place to find that healing than in the words of Jesus. Have a listen to this. Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 to 11. Ask, and it will be given to you. Search, and you'll find. Knock, and the door will be opened. For everyone who asks, receives. And everyone who searches, finds. And for everyone who knocks the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you, if your child asks for bread, will give them a stone? Or if the child asks for a fish, will you give them a snake? Well, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask them? So according to Jesus, is God a good God who wants to bless you? Yes, he is. Of course, this passage has been used over and over again by proponents of the so-called prosperity gospel who will tell you that, yes, if you want it, God will give you a BMW 7 Series, two of them if you want them, and a big house and all the riches you want, if only you will support their ministry. But the bit that they're missing in this powerful piece of teaching from Jesus himself is that the only sorts of gifts that a good God gives to his children are good gifts. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Did you get that? Good gifts, good things, things that are good for you. The powerful reinforcement of that is the parallel that Jesus draws here with human parents. I had great parents growing up. My dad was a great dad. He worked so hard for me having emigrated to Australia after World War Two, having fought in the German army on the Russian front, having experienced starvation and deprivation and, and three years in a POW camp. My dad wanted the best for my sister and me and he worked so hard to get it. He wanted the best education for us. He worked long hours to pay for that, as did my mother, I might add. But he was no pushover. He was no sugar daddy. He, he didn't shower me with gifts and pamper me and tell me that I was the centre of the universe the way some parents do these days. He didn't gloss over my rebellions, pat me on the head and say, that's oh, okay, Bernie, I love you. You can behave how you want. No, I remember being disciplined by my father. I remember the odd belting. I remember being driven hard. I remember being taught how to serve others. It was my chore each evening after school, not just to polish my own shoes, but my father's shoes too. I had to help with the dishes. And when I was old enough, mow the lawn. He allowed me to bear the consequences of my own mistakes, something that parents these days seem to want to rob their children of in their desire to pamper them. My father only gave me good gifts. Some of those gifts were real blessings to me at the time. Others, like the discipline, the training, I hated. They only turned out to be good gifts in my eyes as I look back on them years later. Was he a perfect father? No. And that's the point that Jesus makes. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? When it comes to knowing the heart of God, whether it's to bless you or not, and what that blessing looks like, the power of Jesus' healing words here come from the comparison to good parenting. And God is the ultimate Father, the perfect Father, the Dad who knows how to bless you with truly good things, things that will make you healthy and strong, humble and loving, things that will make you look and sound more and more like Jesus. Let me come back to the question I asked you earlier. How well do you know God? What do you believe about what he wants for your life? Is he a God of blessing or not? Well, here, through his powerful words, Jesus is bringing some healing to somebody's heart today. Yes, he is a good God. He's the best dad that there's ever been or ever will be. And when the evidence appears to contradict that fact, then remember what a good dad is meant to be and what he's meant to be. To do. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 9 to 11. Moreover, we had human parents to discipline us, and we respected them. Should we not even more be willing to be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as seemed best to them. But He disciplines us for our good in order that we may share His holiness. Now, discipline always seems painful rather than pleasant at the time, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. No, not everything that God dishes up seems like a blessing, and not all of it feels all that good at the time. But with the benefit of hindsight, if we've allowed ourselves to be trained through those times, when we're dining out on the peaceful fruit of righteousness, Christ-likeness, oh yeah, God is a good God who gives us all good things. So seek, ask, knock, and all good things will be given you. I think pretty much everyone on earth has at least one or two difficult relationships, tense relationships. And let me tell you, God wants to bring healing and restoration to those relationships. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet, Dealing with Difficult People. And with the questions at the end of each chapter, you will be able to chew things over to apply God's Word right into the realities of your life. Because His Word is alive and active. Amen? So I'm praying that God will speak His love into your most difficult relationships through this booklet. You can request your free copy right now at ChristianityWorks.com. You'll see that offer right there toward the top of the homepage. Just click on it, pop in your name and email, and that e-book will be on its way to your inbox in just seconds. That web address again is ChristianityWorks.com. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with A Different Perspective.